0: Cord was caught underneath the, uh, the the table here. Okay, so uh, yes, and no, I, I agree with you. The, the, I, we talked about uh, hood. The uh, hood is good. <laughs> the value for it, and yeah, it's uh, basically yes. Everything you outlined is good. I apologize. I'm now I'm now behind. You're running the show. You're up.
1: Okay. Do you have the trade in front of you though? Are you that because I just you'll start by teeing up the exact terms that it was. Uh what was it? Stauskis, Wade Baldwin the fourth, two future yep. second round picks for Rodney oh, Hood I, and anything. I've even
0: got the years on the picks, man. I'm I'm Great. ready.
1: Okay, you're good to go. Alright, so I'm are you recording?
0: Uh I have been recording. We're doing it live, bro. Okay.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that you're <laughs> you're humoring me all the way around, which I very much appreciate. All right, so here we go.
0: As long as you are entertained, Brennan, it's all about you being entertained.
1: <laughs> what? No, it's not. <laughs> wow okay no
0: sure it is okay what why are you giving me that look
1: because that was a that was a little mean but that's okay all
0: what? right no it's not mean oh okay, here we go fine. here we go, it's, here it, we go. It, it's, it's the gravelly voice okay it's, it's no not a bad thing.
1: it's because i i i think that you've had an alcoholic beverage and also it's probably weird that i'm like let's do a pod and let me do the intro i think it's probably kind of weird but it, we're, we're no gonna we're good
0: life. no no, no <laughs> you're, you're killing it you're crushing do it
1: To all of you here in town and every corner of the interwebs, thank you for joining us for this emergency trade podcast. The Blazers have made a trade on the deadline, but first, let me introduce myself. I am your dutiful co host of the Trailcasters, Brandon Golder, and with me is the bearded, the beautiful, and the bountifully oh. somewhat inebriated Keith <laughs> Feltner Smith. Keith, how are you doing?
0: I am wonderful, sir. How are you? ready for this emergency trade podcast it is urgent Uh, it
1: is as urgent as the song that we're hearing right now
0: yes
1: (laughs) oh man yeah so 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 why are we doing this we just released a podcast keith why are we doing another podcast we are doing this because
0: we have traded for rodney hood we traded nick stauskas uh wade baldwin and two second round picks that is for 2021 and 2023 to cleveland for rodney hood uh, he is what shooting guard small for would you say in general
1: yeah let's they, this is what's interesting about him so Rodney Hood if you're not familiar he's six eight but he's played a lot of shooting guard so when, when his trade first went down I'll be honest Keith maybe you know him better than me like not super familiar I know he came from Utah he was supposed to be this big oh, impact don't player. give me
0: that credit that's a horrible do, do not give me the that's credit a for terrible, no no, player. that's that's, okay, that's I Eric. have basketball reference that is about it. basketball reference dot com well, that's what I shout using. out maybe get the sponsorship oh okay so we're on the same page then oh yeah
1: no i <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm totally on basketball. It's not like I'm doing. This off the top of my head, no way. But he's he's 26. Uh, he's going to be unrestricted this summer. But here's the deal: he's six eight. So he's a shooting guard. But he's six eight. Didn't good really, size. yeah, good size. Didn't do as well in Cleveland as people maybe would have wanted. Has had an okay year this year. You know, shoots 43% from the field, 37% from deep. That's not bad. Gets a couple of assists, couple of rebounds. Um, averaging 12 points a game on 30 minutes. But let's start here, Keith. So the Blazers have made this trade. There's a lot to talk about. We're going to try to keep it brief. But first of all, how do you think, let's say that no other trades happen and we're going to hit that in a second, but if no other trades happen, how do you think he fits into the Blazers lineup with Jake Lehman, with Mo Harkless? How do you think that Rodney hood would fit in?
0: Oh, we will definitely get to whatever, what other trades could happen. I'm really sure. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I'm not exactly sure exactly where he's going to fit in the lineup. I feel like what basketball reference lists him as is a uh, shooting guard. I feel like what I've heard, at least on Twitter, the conversation has been more of him as a small forward. Uh, So I'm not really exactly sure if we're looking for him to replace Mo or Jake kind of in the the rotation here. Or is he kind of fitting in that way? Uh, Or is he more coming off the bench and kind of maybe playing a role next to ET?
1: Well, here's what's interesting. So again, basketball reference. Uh, If you go down, you scroll down a bit on the player page, it'll actually show you what they call a position estimate. So it'll show you how much time they've spent at different positions. And the last couple of years, he's been spending more time at small forward. So this year, for example, there you only, go. only 28% of his time at shooting guard, 65% of his time at small forward, and even, even 7% at power forward. I think that's a bit of a stretch. But yeah, like so, so here's what I think. I think the Blazers, obviously, they needed more wing depth. What did they just get? They got more wing depth. I think that maybe he takes the starting spot away from Mo away from Jake. Really? I think so. Like, what do you, so what do you think about that? Like you sound like, sound like you're not cool with that idea. It's not a cool idea. I'm
0: okay with it. I, I could see it happening. I'm just, uh, I'm not sold. Maybe I, I, I'm not sure if I've seen enough from him to really know that he is going to produce to be a starter versus a bench player. Like, Do you really think that he's coming? He's going to start at small forward. Is that more just because we have such a horrible gap at small forward and not really sure who should be starting there?
1: Yeah, I mean, and he's been starting for Cleveland and I know Cleveland's an awful team. But I mean, again, like you're talking about Mo Harkless and Jake Lehman. You're not well, talking about world beaters.
0: He started 45 games for Cleveland this season. That doesn't mean that he's necessarily a starter. This is Cleveland we're talking about, too.
1: Well, he started in Utah when, you know, Utah, again, wasn't actually that good a couple years ago, but he was starting there, too. Um, I don't know. Here's the other angle on this, too. So with Rodney Hood, what is Coach Stotts really good at doing? He's good at taking players Uh, who have not done super well, right, in other places and making them play better. Is it possible that he could like turn into the player that Cleveland hope hoped that they were getting when they first traded for him.
0: Yeah, that'd be amazing. I would love to see it. it I would love to see another case of like kind of what we expected out of Moe. Honestly, like in, in Orlando, that was the same issue with Mo Harkless where he had kind of shown some potential and then has some minutes issues. They brought in another small Ford uh, and he kind of lost uh, Mc, uh honestly, it's even kind of what we've seen with Nurk where in Denver, Nurk was the player who thought he kind of had an uh, a, a a what is the word I'm looking for? He he had a role established, is what I'm trying to say, uh, and
1: like he was entitled it,
0: to that role yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then in comes Jokic, and the, all that changes. So here comes another player pudgy where...
1: white center European. Taking <laughs> his... <laughs> no, Jokic so is amazing. Is... By the way, sorry, <laughs> don't mean to bag on no, Jokic. No, you're good. But if Hood is another player, where he.
0: Uh, has the potential to be good, and he has not really been able to fill that because someone else came in and maybe a little more flashy at the position. Uh, That'd be great. It'd be a great pickup. And especially with considering that the guys we gave up from Stauskas, I love Stauskas, and Baldwin as well. Uh, The two future second-round picks, not a big deal at all. And as much as I enjoy Stauskas and Baldwin as players, they were barely on the fringe of the rotation. So you got to feel like hood is going to be a little more of, of someone who can, we can rely on him for consistent uh, contributions on it.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, he's, he's, he's an NBA player and like Stauskas and and Baldwin, at least right now, like you just said, they're, they're questionable NBA players. Hood is an NBA player. The one thing about him though, is that he used to be better on defense than he is now. The dude's only 26. He has sat out a couple of games. I was learning uh, with some Achilles soreness. You know, hopefully that's not a big deal. He's been he's been back, not playing quite as well. Maybe he just needs some rest. All star breaks coming up. But I mean, that's something again, like I'm a I'm a little hopeful. Is it is it too much to ask that maybe Stotts can do it again and squeeze more lemonades, uh, more lemonade out of these <laughs> roster lemons. And I'm not calling him a lemon lemon, I'm just saying like that's been no, Stotts I get, yeah. MO. Like
0: Anyway, I, I feel like it could be another it could it has the potential to be another position where we are getting someone who has kind of been discarded a little bit, kind of uh, discounted for what they could do, and Sots could get more out of him. But I would say there's the other side of this. This is the same player who I believe it was last year in the playoffs for Cleveland, where he basically refused to play.
1: Now I yeah. I, I heard though that that came down to some anxiety issues that he's oh, been managing. Really? Yeah, so I think that I, I think that it was less that he was refusing to play. I think it I think it was anxiety. That's what I've seen reported. That's something I maybe should have done some more research on before jumping on the <laughs> podcast. But, uh, you know,
0: emergency pod, man. We're not supposed to do research before the pod here. Exactly. No, good call. I appreciate that.
1: And yeah, he has not <laughs> performed well in the playoffs at all. But let me say this, like, God, talk about, like, what's a tough situation of playing, playing with LeBron? That would be tough. That's not easy. Like, LeBron's the best player in the world, the best player of the generation. Like, it's tough to play with LeBron. He no, no, asked no. a lot stick of other with, people
0: stick with best player in the world. He, he like a generation undersells LeBron. I think he like, I, I my He's, point yeah, is that you are right yeah. uh, playing next to him. You're definitely going to, it's going to isolate. What are, not, you, are you, you know, wearing so. a
1: Lakers jersey? There's that a LeBron jersey. I see underneath that. Excuse it's,
0: me. What? I'm no, just this is, a, <laughs> this is he, from our buddy, his, Julian. Shout out to uh, our, our, our local friend, Julian. He's screen, screen printing these shirts. Thank you. In fact, Brand, for bringing this up. You're welcome. Uh, but, uh, it's called the Rose Garden is what I have printed here for all the viewers uh, that are listeners, not viewers at all.
1: Yes. It's an image of the, <laughs> of the Rose garden center and it says it's called the Rose Garden. And I appreciate that. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, like he's more had, that in the future. He's had struggles in the playoffs, but again, like it's tough to play with LeBron, by the way, Rodney hood. This is a dude who just a couple of years ago, he was taking five, six threes a game. He's only taking three and a half a game this year. But again, Cleveland is a hot mess. Like, I am hopeful that this is actually uh, <laughs> going to bode pretty well moving forward uh, for the rest of this year. I think, again, like this is, it's not like a world beating move. It's not like an earth shattering move, but like, yeah, like giving up second round picks and two players that don't play for a legit NBA player, that's really good. So let me ask right. b- before we move on to like what else this might mean for the rest of the trade deadline, let me ask you this right off the top what grade do you give this trade for the Blazers and what grade would you give it? the Cavaliers that I don't care as much about, but like on a, you know, an a to F scale, like what, what kind of grade would you give this trade
0: on the front end? I, I would say it's gotta be, it's maybe not an a, because he's not like a star player. He's not going to be moving the needle. He's not, uh, you know, we, we're not a uh, bifurcated in the lineup, I guess, as far as <laughs> okay. How many can we throw in there? No. Um, I, I would I would put this as like a low B, uh, a C plus or a B minus somewhere in there is not a bad move, but I kind of would expect another move to follow, hopefully, if we really want to be happy about the, the trade season.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's fair. And let's talk about that. By the way, I want to give a shout out to Trailcasters Nation. I put out a shout tweet. Out? I put out a tweet like two seconds ago saying we're about to record this emergency podcast. Why don't you send some questions, Keith? We got a ton of questions. Like, it's really? Crazy. Are you serious? We do, we, and it's funny because like we try so hard to get <laughs> to get questions, and sometimes we don't get that many. And like, I guess people care about the trade, so this is good that we're doing this. But like, let's. Well, don't do-
0: forget about the the poll we put out earlier too. The poll on this. Oh yeah, wait, this, wait, uh, tell us, tell the listeners about that. What was that? Well, you tell them about it for a second. I got to find my phone.
1: Oh, for God's sake! All right, Keith's <laughs> over here looking for his phone. Keith put out a poll uh, from the Trailcasters account that basically said it, it, it summarized the trade. And it asked people, what do you think of this trade? And the four options were, who's Rodney Hood? Uh, Not my sauce, (laughs) as in like, don't trade Nick Stauskas. Improvement, but expensive. And improvement and good deal. And 70% of respondents, over 215 votes, 70% of people saying it was an improvement and it was a good deal. And I'm going to give my grade too. I'm gonna give this an A minus. That the grades I've seen around Blazers, A minus really Blazers Edge have had some had some grades. Here's the deal: like name a better player that you're gonna get for like the detritus of your roster and some second round picks. Name a better player.
0: No, like, you're you're right though. That, that, that's the truth. The truth of this is the the low price we're getting from this. No disrespect to Stauskas or Wade Baldwin. We weren't going to be able to re-sign Stauskas after this. If he did well this year, he was going to be more expensive than we wanted to pay. If he didn't do well, we're not going to have interest in him. Wade Baldwin, as much as I wanted to see more from him, he hasn't shown it this year. So the two future second round picks and two players who are, again, on that fringe of the rotation, we're getting a player out of this. He essentially averages double what Stauskas does uh and, yeah, this, and doing is, this is a great it, move it doesn't it is improvement but it's 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 fringe improvement too so sorry it is, go but ahead.
1: no you're good i just think that like when you're grading trades i guess maybe part of it is like impact on the team but for me it's like what's the value you got for what you sent out for me it's an a minus like i think it's pretty pretty good like again like were they going to use those second round picks for something else like i don't know like as far as I'm concerned, and let's talk about this now. Let's talk about the rest of the trade deadline because it's up on Thursday, right? Like Thursday is the last day you can trade players. That's when the deadline right. is. So the Blazers didn't send out a first round pick. They didn't send out a, ro- a, a, a. They didn't send out a rotation player. Let me ask you this, Keith. Does this mean that Mo Harkless is on his way out of Portland? Is that what this trade oh. means? is? There something bigger brewing?
0: I would. I honestly, I would love to see that there is something bigger brewing. I I would hope that's what this kind of signifies or or, or just symbolizes. But I'm not convinced. We haven't seen in years past that Bolshe oh, is willing to make that many moves. Yeah, the, la- that's last fair. year the the move last year as far as uh, getting rid of Plumley for uh, Nurkic and what uh, a pick that turned into Zach Collins that was kind of half luck. Uh, and and again, it was a singular move. I'm not really sure if we can.
1: That was, told, that, was, that... that was full luck. That wasn't even half luck. Nobody thought Nurkic <laughs> was going to be what he turned into. Nobody thought that. Olshay didn't think that. And to his, look, credit, to his credit, he hasn't claimed that he thought that either. He's been like, oh, yeah, like, holy right, crap. Right.
0: <laughs> Beyond Nurkic, though, okay, so the idea that if we could work this out, this out to be the the first piece of a, a, a multi-piece trade uh, trade season, I guess, as far as you want to say, look at New York. The way they, they've gotten rid of Porzingis right now. And the idea here is not just a full rebuild, but they are targeting the idea of getting two max max contracts back. They're trying to draw in KD and Kyrie or uh, AD and KD. I don't. I don't still really know think they're
1: delusional. They're you're for. you're right. I I just had to say that. Yeah, it
0: is delusional. It's, it's absurd. Uh, but I feel like the, this could be the same kind of thing for Blazers on a smaller scale. The idea of getting Rodney Hood in here. Let's say this replaces the value of Mo. Or probably not et because he offers more to it and mo is not playing as well right now. I hate to admit it, but you know we're we're just gonna stick with this for the narrative. Uh, if this kind of replaces some of the value of mo, does that relieve uh, some of the pressure as far as putting mo in as a trade piece in some package to put together a, a, a secondary? Uh, who else can we grab? Like, can we Can we probably not send like Mo back titch? to Orlando? Yeah, sure. Miritich. Uh, New Orleans hasn't had any experience with Mo Harkless yet, so maybe they would want him. <laughs> <laughs> that, or maybe, maybe <laughs> we can trade him back
1: to Orlando so that we can get Aaron Gordon, of course. Yeah, like, that's
0: what you want. I knew that's where you would go I, well, I,
1: But CJ would have to be a part of that. I agree with you. I do think that potentially, maybe, maybe this does mean that there's another trade coming and maybe it does mean that Mo Harkless is a little more expendable. As you said, Evan Turner probably tougher. He makes too much money like that. You know, Mo Harkless Harkless is expiring next year. It's only ten million bucks, so that's not so bad. That's but yeah. So I think here's what I think. Putting on my tinfoil fedora, um, I do think that this precipitates another trade. It opened up another roster spot. That's important. There we go. Yeah. And by the way, the Blazers going a little deeper into the luxury tax with this move. There's a bet between Casey Holdall. Of the Blazers and Danny Morang of Blazers Edge and the NBC Northwest Outsiders, they have a bet about the end of the trade deadline. Are the Blazers going to be paying more in tax or less in tax? Right now, Casey's winning that bet. And (laughs) so I do think that maybe this portends that another trade is coming. I hope that it does. I hope that Olshea has a couple of irons on the fire. And I guess we're probably not going to find out until closer to Thursday, but that would be great.
0: Well it's it's not that far away, but also just as far as kind of, you know, maybe a taster in what could happen. Nate Jones on Twitter mentioned uh he said, quote uh this upgraded the swing the the wing issue a bit. Now they just need a, to swing a deal for a playmaking and or shooting four so teams can pull that uh can't pull that trapping Damon CJ strategy in the in the playoffs. The idea being if we can just fill in a solid like stretch four or playmaking four. And I guess kinda of the question from Portland Vans would be what about Chief? Is he kind of the shooting four or what about Nurkic? Isn't he kind of that playmaking five that would serve the same purpose? So maybe we don't really need, need to make another trade. Maybe would this be good enough? Do we have enough maybe like extra firepower from having a slightly more reliable uh, wing player here in Rodney Hood?
1: I think that, I mean, it depends on what your goal is. Like if your goal is to make noise in the playoffs, like this is not enough. This is good. This is better than nothing. Again, that's why like right? my grade is an A- minus because look, you got An NBA player who can play thirty minutes a game, if you need him to, for not very much, and that's great. And I don't think there's this this term that Nate Duncan and Daniel Larue on the Dunked On Pod use often. It's called opportunity cost, which basically means that if you make a move, that means that whatever you used to make that move, you cannot use it on something else. I don't think there's much opportunity cost here, which is to say, I don't think that there was some other move that they should have made. I think this is great. So, okay, let's let's think about this now from from Cleveland's perspective briefly, I, I think all we have to really have to say about is they're rebuilding. They need assets. They've, they've traded a bunch of players. They traded Cal Corver. They've traded Rodney hood. They've traded whoever Jr. No, no, no. Who Also they traded some other people and they've gotten a bunch of picks. I, I don't remember who gives a shit.
0: I'm not looking at Cleveland, bro.
1: No, I know. I know. So all this is to say, I think it makes, makes sense for both teams. Do you have anything else you want to say about this before we get to these questions? We have a ton of people who asked some questions on Twitter. Shout out to all of them. But like before we yeah, get hey, there, is there, yeah,
0: I've got one more to add. Uh, Nick Staskis, when he's making his exit, there was a little video. I, I can't remember exactly who shared it on Twitter. I apologize for that. Uh, but it, it showed a video of Nick leaving the practice I think it was uh, Orlando facility. Sanchez, if I'm not mistaken. There you go. Um, and, he, you know, he, he's dabbing up teammates. He's kind of, you know, saying his goodbyes. But practice doesn't even stop. I, I felt like it was just kind of a good view into the life of the NBA player as far as, you know, he probably found out mid-afternoon today about when the rest of us found out that, oh, hey, this trade is going down, and he could have very well been in the middle of a shooting practice, like shooting routine with the rest of the team, and it's just kind of an interesting perspective as far as uh, what it it really adds up to. Just one more thing on that same perspective.
1: Oh, really quick, Uh, I'm going to interrupt you to say Orlando Sanchez of KGW shared the video, but the video was actually by Scott Williams of KGW, who I was not following until now, so shout out to Scott. You are now being followed by me followed on
0: twitter <laughs> <laughs> so also just uh per jamie hudson dame had to say about nick on his way out his appreciation for our culture how we did things around here he became a part of it it's like when one of your cousins or somebody brings one of their friends around the family and then they become like family we wish him the best and so it i feel like this is, as far as just a good message both for south and for baldwin for both those players who have had a short run here in Portland, but I think kind of became fan favorites in some sense or another, as far as what they could offer to the team and kind of their growth process. It's fun to watch players like that develop, but uh, we wish them the best for the future. And I, I I hope uh, hood works out
1: for sure. And speaking of Dame Dame also said about Rodney hood, that he respects him as a player, that he loves his game. That's not bad. And like, I get it. Like what else is Dame going to say? Oh, I hate this guy. Like, obviously he's going to say something nice, but that's pretty cool. Actually one more angle on this and then we'll get to the questions. I know we're running yes. longer than we wanted to, but um,
0: you're running longer than you wanted to. I'm, I am I'm running night. way
1: long. I, hey, I had a good run today, by the way, <laughs> I went out for about four and a half miles, went South waterfront, went over the Telecom bridge, went over the Hawthorne bridge, went downtown, I'll show you a good run. went up into the hills in PSU. That sounded weird. Uh, <laughs> so I, I enjoyed myself. One more angle on this, which is the kind of the organizational direction angle. And our friend Eric Griffith of Blazers Edge, uh, frequent guest of the podcast, got to get him back on. Eric's analysis was basically this. He was like, what does this say about what Neil Olshea's plan is if this yeah. is the move that happens? And he also pointed something out, which I, I really hope I can scroll down and actually find the tweet because uh, it's a little technical. But apparently the Blazers could have split this transaction into multiple smaller trades using, oh, here a, we go, using a traded player exception. And they could have done that um, to create other small traded player exceptions from this trade. All of this is just to say, we don't know the details yet. We'll see how it goes. Um, but now well, we will
0: talk about this for we, sure.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, <laughs> and for now, let's get to these questions. And thank you again to everybody who responded cool. in such quick fashion. Really appreciate it. So our first question about this, I'm going to scroll down here. It is from at Rue at Andrew D O D E Y O E. Not sure how to pronounce that. Sorry about that. What up? Good uh, questioner Andrew asks. Yeah, yeah. He asks without looking at stats and what it says on paper, does this trade make sense to you guys? Keith, does this trade make sense?
0: Oh, Andrew, I promise you, I am not looking at stats. I I am very much doing this blind. We just talked about this. I I am uh, in that state at this point. So, yes, I would say that this trade does make sense. Uh, I believe we've kind of covered this so far on the pod. But, yeah, you're trading two guys that are on the fringe of rotation, not really producing at best. Uh, Stauskas was averaging this season half what... Hood averages over this season or his career. Either way, he's pretty much on par this season for his career averages, and you could still look at that in kind of a positive light as far as he hasn't started all the games. He's had kind of a better role this year as well, compared to what we've seen in the past, and I think he has room to grow. So I think this is definitely an improvement to the roster. It may not be a needle mover. It may not be some sort of like a big improvement to bifurcate us from the rest of the Western Conference, but it certainly is uh putting us in good, good shape. What do you think, Brandon?
1: Yeah, I think it makes perfect sense. Again, you're trading players who don't play in some second round picks for a rotation player for help on the wing for someone who might be good at defense. We don't know. And again, like I trust Coach Stotts more than any coach in the league to get the most out of his players. So I'm actually pretty stoked about it. I do think it makes sense. Next yeah. question from Chris Kalarko at Kalarko Yoga. Um, why isn't Lehman given the starting nod? And I just have to say, I'm not sure if this is assuming that he wouldn't be starting moving forward if it was more kind of like looking back. But like, uh, I guess maybe well, maybe it's more about why is Harkless starting over Lehman? Well, maybe this w- idea would be as well.
0: We haven't, since this trade happened, we have not seen uh, a starting lineup. So maybe the issue here is... Who falls out of the rotation at small forward? Does Mo Harkless or Jake Lehman? And I think there's a fair point there that Jake Lehman and probably Rodney Hood might be more reliable just on paper than Mo Harkless would be at this point. So, uh, yeah, maybe 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 Mo does fall out of the starting position. We see who, who would you want to see start, Jake or Hood, right off the bat?
1: Well, let's go to this question from Jared Cowley, oh, there we go. A guest what of a segue. the show. Um, Jared, uh, who works. For KGW, Jared asking, if this is the only trade the Blazers make before the deadline, who should start at small forward? Should it be Mo? Should it be Jake Lehman? Or should it be Rodney Hood? What do you think?
0: So you're not even going to answer that previous question. You're just putting this all on me, huh? Oh, yeah. Back, straight back to me? Oh, okay, oh, fine. oh yeah, yeah. You know, I... <laughs> 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 that was like some Ferris Bueller right there. I love exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got it. Uh. Honestly, I would say the fact that Jake has been here long term, I would like to see him get the the opportunity first. I would like to see Jake at least start a few games, see what he can do, see what he can uh, produce on a consistent basis. And if he's not working out, if Hood is showing up from the bench when he first comes into town then great. See what he can do on the starting lineup. But I don't, I don't think it's fair to promote hood straight to the starting lineup from, uh, from, from coming as coming in as this kind of excess player from Cleveland. Do you disagree?
1: Uh, I, I don't strongly disagree, but I think it would be fine if he did start. He's oh, been, really? he's been starting. He's a starting level player. I don't think that he's going to like demand that he on starts. Cleveland,
0: bro. Yeah. He's he, again, a starting he, level player on the Cleveland roster. That's not the same.
1: He also started for Utah. So I'm just saying, like, nah, okay, fine. I don't think he's coming in like, I have to be a starter. Like, this is not the same thing as Andre Miller. Like, and by the way, like, Andre Miller should have started from day one. There should have been no competition with Steve Blake. I just want to get that out of the way. But he's not coming into this, I don't <laughs> think, expecting to start. Next question from Xander Hamilton Reeves at Xander underscore HR. <laughs> I love this one. How hard do you think it will be to fill an hour with Rodney Hood takes? And did you ever think you'd need to try to do this before <laughs> today, given how well Nick Stauskas started this season? Really quick, oh. we're not spending an hour. We're at 28 so, minutes, but we're not going to be going an hour. I'll tell you that oh, much.
0: yeah, yeah, we no, Nowhere near an hour. We're not going to take an hour. Uh, another half for on the rest of the questions. Uh, boy, like, so we have a Rodney Hood hater before he's even played a game for Portland, huh?
1: <laughs> I don't think it's hate. I think, you know, it's like... I get it, like, but hey, you know, trade happens. We're going to talk about it. So, um, no, I'm cool with it. It's good. Yeah, I and no, like, given how well Stauskas started, I I thought that Stauskas was going to be a consistent rotation player. I didn't think he was going to play as well as he did against the Lakers every single game, but I thought that meant that he'd play well enough. Uh, but he hasn't, and you know, he's yeah, been it's, given chances in a lot of cities and it hasn't worked out for him. And you know, that's the way it goes it, sometimes.
0: It is strange because I feel like Stauskas was one of those players where. From his previous stops, he's kind of been labeled as just a shooter. He was someone that we thought would be coming in here just as kind of a perimeter option, and he showed a lot more than that. He showed that he could not run an offense necessarily, but he could run a play, and he could get underneath, he could cut to the baseline, and he could pass off. Like There, there was more to him than just being a three-point shooter, and he could also, what do you know, knock down a three, for real. Uh, so it's it's unfortunate to lose him, but on paper, you look at the uh, Rodney hood is a seven year vet at this point. He's not some young player. He's not someone who is unestablished. We know what he can provide. And he is, his numbers are just simply better.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think that that's completely fair. And again, like it's, it's to me, I like this trade. I've been effusive in my praise of this trade during the podcast. I'll probably continue to be unless he comes in, just stinks yep. it up. So I'm all good to it. These two questions relate to each other. And maybe there are okay. more like this, but, One of them from Tony uh, Jure, J-U-A-I-R-E, I uh, I apologize if I'm not pronouncing that correctly, uh, at Enforcer930, he says, is this it or are the Blazers setting up for even more, maybe a bigger move? And similarly, Dwayne at Dwayne Peterson asks, what do you think the next move will be, assuming there is one that's happening? So another move coming. I know we already talked about it, but what do you think?
0: Oh, okay. So again, shout out to Dwayne, a long-time listener, I believe, and and, uh, asked many questions. But also, shout out to all of our new questioners. We got a number of them tonight that I've not heard these names before, and so thank you guys for listening, checking it out, Uh, and writing in. Of course, that makes a huge part of our show. Hashtag more people means more fun, right? It sure does. uh, So what was the question again? Say it one more time.
1: Just do you think this is the only move that's going to happen? Is there going to be another move? God, get your head in the game. Get it together for God's sake, Keith. This is an emergency pod. This is not meant to be organized. We we get paid the big bucks for this, okay? The big bucks.
0: Uh, uh, Do I think there's going to be another move? I hope there's going to be another move. I, I, I believe that I could totally see a really good situation where... Uh, let's say, uh, you know, again, just a theoretical, not trying to say this is going to happen, but if we were trying to make a move for AD and they just didn't quite like enough of our pieces to make the, you know, the three or four piece trade happen for, for Anthony Davis, if we consolidated some of our lower end pieces into one slightly better shooting guard or small forward, maybe this helps New Orleans feel a little more accustomed to it. And again, just a theoretical, probably not the trade that's going to happen, but if, uh, if that was if we're looking for a little more value this was an upgrade there's no way no other way to look at it than this is an upgrade to the overall value and assets that we have as a team so it's not a bad thing a bad position to be in if this is the only trade that happens also not a bad spot we it's, it it's not a downgrade on our on our rotation it's going to help a little bit as far as uh Spreading the floor and just a player who knows what to do. He's he's consistent. He's at least somewhat more consistent than some of the small Fords we've had. Right.
1: Yeah. I'm with you on that. But here's another take from Daniel Joseph Graves at in shout out to Dan, my shout buddy up. from Blazers edge and just an overall good friend, good human being. Uh, Dan asks in all honesty, isn't this a sideways trade? I see it as a quote, Olshay doing something with no backlash. End quote. Trade like when he re-signed Steve Blake yeah. for the third or fourth time. What do you think about Dan's take on this?
0: He's not wrong either. It's it, this is kind of the spectrum of the issue here. It, we could see Hood come in and play a huge role as far as really changing up what our bench unit could be. He maybe breaks into the small forward. Uh, uh, spot so that that's the high end and the low end would be this side of more you know is, is this just a lateral move is this just kind of consolidating consolidating Stauskas and Baldwin two players who barely had an effect on the team into one player who might barely have an effect on the team we don't really know yet um, I mean I'd I, say
1: no i I uh, let me interrupt you to say that I agree with well, you but well, well, I agree if with I interrupt
0: you from interrupting me does that okay, okay go ahead go the ahead.
1: double interruption that's all I wanted to say <laughs> just wanted to agree with you bro.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it's. I don't know. It. I. I would say give the rest of the season. See how Hood fits in yeah. for the rest of this. uh This season. If we make any sort of good run, if we feel satisfied at the end of this year, then you can't be unhappy about it. It's at the very worst, it's a lateral move, and at the very best, it has potential to be a, a better consolidation of talent.
1: I think, as far as Olshay moves are concerned, it's actually one of the better ones. To be completely honest, there you go. Right. So- uh, here's from
0: whoa, 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 are you are you dissing Nurk there? Are you trying to downsize Nurk? As Again, far as like, like nobody
1: the- thought Nurk was going to be who he is. Even Nurk didn't think that. So let's be honest. Oh come Another, another question slash statement from a film by Quentin Tarantino at G L. <laughs> Swenson. Uh, they say not a question, but whenever he makes a three, I hope the announcers say Rodney from Mount Hood. And I agree, that'd be great. You know how they are like yes. Dame from Clackamas or CJ from Twalton, like. Rodney I like from hood. Yeah, I'm all. I'm all about that. Uh, I will
0: I'll be putting that on Twitter for sure. We, we can definitely uh, get that campaign going.
1: Yeah let's let's get let's get Kevin Colabro and uh, Wheels to to pick that up. That'd be dope.
0: Oh, they're in for sure.
1: Another question from <laughs> Spokeland at Brutal Telling asks: This is a good question. Nice. In the moment that you first saw the the Woj bomb, what was each of your split second gut reaction? So, Keith, when you first saw the Woj bomb about this trade, what was your gut reaction?
0: Okay, so when I first saw the Woj Bomb, that this trade had happened, I didn't see the full trade. It was just a notification on my phone. I'm uh, going down the hall in my house here, and... Uh yeah, I, I saw something about like Blazers have traded dot, 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 essentially. So I was like, Dah! oh, that's what you saw. Yeah, I even upset my wife. I think she was down on the other end of the hall and just kind of went like, what, what, what happened? And I, I you know, had to kind of like side swipe and scroll and like wait for it to kind of load for a second. And ends up not being, you know, not the Anthony Davis trade I was hoping for.
1: <laughs> so uh, <laughs> definitely not <laughs> it, the it was, Anthony Davis trade. <laughs>
0: I, I can't lie; it was a l- little bit of a letdown. But uh, I, I, at the same time, once I saw, I was like, okay, Ronnie Hood, he has some potential, and then actually looking the, on the numbers, and I'm like, okay, yeah, so this is it's a certain upgrade, and like kind of like what we've outlined already, it's not a bad position for us. W- w- How would you feel?
1: That's a very fair and honest take. Uh, I first saw it in its entirety, so I didn't have that like split second of like, oh, it could be bigger. Like, so I saw the trade as it was right away. My first, was that was, me
0: texting you? Did, I, I know I texted you at one point. I think all capitals, are like, we traded for Ronnie hood. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was. You're right. No, yo, that, <laughs> that you're that totally it for you? right. It
1: was you. And my first reaction was sweet. Like I was stoked on it. I was stoked on it. Then I'm stoked go. on it now. And again, like it's somebody who can play basketball 30 minutes a game. If you need him to <laughs> like Stauskas and Baldwin and second round picks two years from yeah. now, can't play basketball for 30 minutes a game. So like, I'm all about it. All right. We got one more question here. We got to get out of here from Justin B leak at Justin underscore B underscore leak asks heard that hood wanted to be on a playoff team with a defined role, which is why he waived his no trade clause. By the way, that's something we didn't talk about. He had oh, to waive right, the contract. His no trade clause. In order to make this trade happen, so ostensibly Rodney no, so, Hood wants to be here. So really quick. Yeah, it, exactly.
0: This, really, this that, that, That's a big deal because this, like, as far as Stauskas and uh, I, I don't know Baldwin's contra- contract off the top of my head, but Stauskas, he was basically a rental. Like If he played well, we could not afford him. If he didn't play well, we don't want him back. Hood said that he, he basically had control of his contract. If he didn't want this trade to happen, he could have vetoed it and he didn't. He chose to be here. So right. that's a big deal.
1: No, that, I think that that does matter. And Justin continues. Do you think that Rodney Hood will have a defined role or will he just be fighting for minutes if there are even enough minutes to go around? And if not, who loses out? So let me ask you this, Keith, of all okay. the Blazers players, who do you think Rodney Hood is going to take minutes from most? Who's our backup two? Uh, I mean, right, I don't know exactly. if we even have one. Yeah,
0: that, that, the exact, that, That's kind of the point here. Uh, so, Evan Turner is running the offense from the three. Really, Mo Harkless plays the three. Uh, Jay Clement plays the solid three. CJ is the solid two. Even Seth Curry is more of a backup to Dame. I feel like this kind of just fills in a gap. Maybe there's a possibility that I mean, like as far as as far as minutes go, uh, probably saying probably takes away time from, from whoever is starting uh, fr- from the small forward spot. by whoever's starting or back of the small forward. But I, I, I kind of feel like as well, this is not going to be a, a thing where we're going to see too much less of any one player.
1: No, I agree. I think it's going to be like you said, Layman and Harkless may be affected, but the other thing, and you, I think that you touched on it too, uh, this might allow stots to rest Dame and CJ a little bit more, right? Like even if it's a there couple minutes go. here and there, I think that that's great um i think there definitely are enough minutes to go around the blazers again thin at the wing and by thin i don't mean like people i mean people who can play 30 minutes a game <laughs> say what you will about rodney hood again not a world beater not some incredible player but yes like can play no body minutes. shaming
0: brandon jeez
1: well i'm just saying like so <laughs> yeah to me uh layman and Harquist probably affected most by this but like best case scenario is that he kind of helps everybody else and makes the team better. I think with that, Keith, unless you have anything else that you would like to add, let's get all the way out of here. I want to thank you again to everybody who, who sent us questions. It's so much fun. We got to jump on and do an emergency podcast. If you yeah. want to reach out to us, it's very easy at Trailcasters on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, trailcasters at gmail.com, or just trailcasters.com. Remember that we're going to want those five-star reviews. It doesn't matter what podcatcher you are using, what matters are those reviews, because more people, pardon me, more reviews means more people as we learn today more people means more <laughs> fun and Keith, and with that can you please close this show in closing your honor
0: listeners that's it that's our show thank you brandon as always thank you odor for the fappies and thank you to our sponsors envy adventures and clearly speaking and thank you listeners for a great listening we hope you enjoy your blazers your rip city basketball and our latest episode thank you again and please come back always next week for the next edition of the truck has maybe now twice
1: a week yeah you think that could happen i think it it definitely could happen i've been pushing someone (laughs) to do that oh you know what we'll deal with that later (laughs) well for now we have the emergency podcast so urgently urgently released as urgently as we can get this emergency pod out okay bye awesome